0: Teach me Lord to praise you. Lord. teach me Lord to praise. Praise you, Lord, is a Catholic Christian praise and worship radio ministry. Hi, my name is Jeffrey Zagaria. Please join us as we give praise, honor, and glory to our loving awesome and merciful God. This is Praise You Lord, episode number 151. Welcome to the new broadcast, and we are so grateful to be here with you. You're listening to Ken Saltees, a great friend of the program. He's been in on the program and had a very popular uh, broadcast, and we're in the studio through Skype again on this mid-October, actually Thursday night when we're doing this pre-recorded broadcast that becomes a podcast as well, and you're listening to the Underground Independent Catholic Christian radio broadcast brought to you by the grace of God once a week. And uh, we have in the studio, again, Jackson Messick and Trudy Moore Stein calling in, who is perhaps the I thought Jeff Miller Sachs might be the most uh, frequented guest, but Trudy's got to be up there as well. Trudy, how are you?
1: <laughs> I'm well tonight, Jeffrey. Thank you very much.
0: Well, thank you, Trudy, and thank you, Jackson, for being here. Jackson, how's it going, man?
2: Good, good. Always great to be here, buddy.
0: Yeah, and uh, always great to have you, and always wonderful to have Trudy in on the broadcast. So if you're listening in for the first time, we are underground we are independent we are catholic we are christian and we are asking the lord every single time we get on the air we're praying and asking him to give us and even before we get together we're asking him to give us guidance on on specifically what to speak about every single program so uh trudy morris stein made a social media post today about praying and uh, praying for the for the country and encouraging people to pray for the country and that's been on my heart as well. And a lot of other folks have have also uh, spoken to me personally and told me that they're praying more than ever. Jackson as well. Uh, we had that conversation earlier today uh, before we went on online here, and um, I personally had a vision I, I, I know that these are tough times but I think we've been through a lot of tough times and I didn't want to feel you know I don't I'm kind of if just because someone is doing a novena or someone is doing a in our circles Jackson our, in our Catholic circles uh, there's always novenas going on I mean ever since I was a kid you know we've had we've gone through I, as, as, as a child and Trudy you can understand this uh, Jackson is a little bit younger we went through Vietnam you know we went through um richard nixon we went through uh, we went through a lot of problems you know the gas crunch during the 70s and jimmy carter we went through ronald reagan being shot you know just before i was born kennedy was assassinated his brother was assassinated john, john um martin luther king jr was assassinated we've had the uh gulf war my my a good friend and friends of the family it was the first casualty of that war as a matter of fact uh Danny Jones mm-hmm. um you know um we've been through a lot 9 911 with there were two 911 situations uh one of them of course was the the first one which was was when the um when New York was was attacked and at least three buildings fell um there was the 9-11 of Benghazi. I mean, it just kind of like seems to go on and on. We're, we've been under assault. It's, I guess it's the human condition. I don't really know. But, I mean, my father, my grandfather, my uncles, my cousins, all my great uncles um, on my father's side. Uh, I mean, basically everyone I knew it either went to war, um, were drafted, they enlisted, there there were a lot many of them also were in um, other other parts of the uh, defense of our country in many different ways as well as um, you know police officers and so on in my family so you know we've we've been it's well, been,
1: we, we fashion ourselves as a free society and freedom isn't free it costs
0: yeah, that's right, Trudy. It, it's not It's not free. And, it has and, to
1: be fought for, to cap to be kept.
0: Yeah, well, I guess what I'm saying is, Trudy, is I'm 51 and I, I feel like I'm used to it. We've been through all this before. I see the riots, you know, people are like, oh, there's going to be riots if something doesn't happen. It's like, aren't we used to riots? You know, I mean, are, are, well, is that, I mean, we're kind of used mm-hmm. to that, aren't we, by now? After all these months of riots, are, is, is a riot tomorrow going to be a surprise? Right Is a war tomorrow going to be a surprise? I was surprised I wasn't drafted. I was surprised I personally didn't have to go I, I, was, I was involved in the Cold War. Um, mm-hmm. I think we all were, but I wasn't thank God I personally didn't have to be involved in a hot war. Um, so So anyways, uh, my point is is that I, 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 I know these are tough times, but I don't like I'm a person I try to be a pragmatist and try to be reasonable. It's like, okay, things seem a little bit bad, but uh we've been through a lot of bad things. And that's true. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. And this country has a lot a lot of bad things, you know. I mean, the Civil War was atrocious, a terrible terrible problem. Um so I, I was like, well, I I always pray, so I'll just keep praying, you know. But no, no. Something changed. I I woke up with with a vision and I had a vision of this egg that looked like it was filled with so much evil. All I can say it was an evil egg, and then hmm. it just kind of that's all I saw and uh, and I, I do believe that something really, really bad is coming. It's fragile right now. Um, if people uh, if good rises up, I think it's going to be that's going to be you know I think that that's perhaps what the vision is saying. I do believe that. I mean that's what I think the interpretation of the vision is. I do believe it was from God. Um, I wouldn't be speaking. I don't like to usually speak about these things online. But let's put it this way: this vision got me praying more. That's my point. It wasn't. Uh, beca- I think
1: you're yeah you're not alone in that. I've heard other people having similar things um, keep them up at night, wake them up early. They just have that impression that they need to be praying and um, you know repenting and praying and repenting and praying because something's up.
0: Well, Trudy, your your church is is. Is doing that right now. You did that. Tonight. I saw that post on your on on your Facebook page, and I said, uh, "Okay, you know," I was I was really praying what to speak about. we I think we're also I believe we're also going to speak about Luke 11 today, and we'll get into that uh, soon. But Trudy, what is what are you doing? You're first. Firstly, you're a congregant at a, a wonderful church in Palm Beach called House of Mercy. And uh, they're wonderful people. They really reach out to the downtrodden, which is, to me, in my personal view, um, very Jesus-like. And if I see any congregation doing things like the Master, I I really love those churches, you know? So I really have a lot of respect for your your um, non-denominational church, your pastor. And I know a lot of the folks that go to your church I've visited, they've... It's a very hospitable, wonderful place with great praise and worship, which you're a leader in, um, in many ways. But praise and worship is one of them. By the way, Trudy Morris Stein is one of the best singers I've ever met.
1: <laughs> you're funny. She, I, I, <laughs> Thank you, I, I made the mistake. <laughs> I
0: made the mistake of um. We Jackson was there actually. Jackson, do you remember Trudy? Do you remember years ago? And we had a party. Um, someone. It was my birthday. It was my birthday, and and a lot of my clients at that time, Jackson was one at that time. Trudy was a client of mine. That's how we met many, many years ago. Uh, (laughs) And a lot of them liked to karaoke, and and I said, Sure, let's do karaoke. Well, we got kind of into doing that. It was a great place to kind of exercise our abilities and have fun at the same time, you know, in a social way. And we had an opportunity to meet a lot of different types of people. It was cool and we were in Boca Raton Florida and and, and so we had a, a get together i believe it was um this we've done that a few times but this time we were in um a place called Nippers on a, <laughs> on on uh, <laughs> on military <laughs> on military trail in Boca Raton Florida i don't i think they're still around but but at any rate uh Mar- Marioki Mario's a great guy does a great job. Still, still doing it too, the guys. He's got great karaoke. If you're around Boca Raton, you want to check out uh, Mario, uh, Jeremy. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Show Enough Entertainment's another one that's wonderful. They they were a client of mine forever, and uh, they have great karaoke as well. But um, long story short, uh, I said, Trudy, I want to do a song. I want to do a duet with you tonight. I'm like, do you know um, if I was a carpenter? The song, if I was a carpenter. And this is a song for those who don't know. Many of you uh, folks might It was actually sung, I was surprised, I didn't know this, at Woodstock. And But the Bobby Darren version is the one that I was familiar with and that I loved. And it's a little more of a crooner type way that he does it. And it's been covered by a bunch of people. So she's like, oh, sure, I'll do that, Jeffrey, I'll listen to it. So she comes and she's, and, you know, it's it's a duet. So she's got like half of the song. Well, she starts singing just like June Carter. And I'm like, what is she doing? Because I had never heard the Johnny Cash version (laughs) at that stage, right? I mean, I thought I was singing next to June Carter. And I'm like, and I'm I'm thinking about Bobby Darren. And I'm going, what am I going to do? I'm like, I (laughs) I have like, I have June Carter next to me and I'm singing like Bobby (laughs) Darren. It was really a problem. (laughs) Trudy, Trudy, you're a praise and worship. Warrior, even which is even, even, uh, even more. Uh, as a matter of fact, by the way, I uh, just, just for the record, I have, I have her. I had a record label, and I still have one actually. I just took the LLC down, but, but, um, Trini Morris Stein is 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 signed. I have her signed to a record contract, so th- no one out there th- <laughs> even think about stealing her from me. Okay. <laughs> um. Well,
1: I spent I spent most of the day working on praise and worship. We had a big uh, prayer meeting tonight. Uh, my church has been uh, we've been praying for the nation uh, for months and months. Probably ever since the last election. It's I mean every Thursday night we mm. pray for our church and we pray for our our city and you know our, certain things. But we have never not been praying for the nation. Since things began to unwind, I'm going to say probably all the way back to 2008 is when we started stepping it up, and of course the last these last six months or so have been really heavy, heavily um, induced on on Thursday nights. And tonight was no different. We are, we actually are uh, doing warfare type of friends uh, and worship and prayers for the nation because everyone in Sensing it, this is the time to
0: be on the knees. Definitely praying for, um, for God' mercy. Right, right. I, I I completely agree. And and uh, as a matter of fact, today I was feeling it really strong. Today, I don't know if it's because we we have a a program today. on praise you, Lord. There's a sometimes whenever I'm about to do ministry or or about to do something, serving the Lord and stepping out, um, sometimes that I can have a rougher day beforehand or after as well. And today was a particularly rough day for me. Um, I can't say, I don't know, understand it. I don't know if it's Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of things going on that have nothing to do with me or I'm not sure, but I just felt it, you know. And uh, and
1: I concur with that. I had a rough one too.
0: Well, we're on the same broadcast, so maybe it's the broadcast, or it's hard to say. We don't know what it is. It's, it's, it's maybe it's mm-hmm. it's a lot of things, but um. But at any rate, yeah. So I, I'm responding to a couple things. First of all, that egg that I saw a few weeks ago, um, and today, you know, I have uh, Trudy knows and Jackson knows. I have a. I am burdened at times with an enormous amount of knowledge. And it's not like batting averages of, 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 you know, Hall of Fame baseball players, although I happen to know some of them as well, but, but, but (laughs) it's with like a lot of things. Like I know a lot about technology. Um, I come from a family that is involved. I mean, has been involved in, in protecting the country. Um, are we're in ministry, A lot of people confide things to people like us. Some people need someone to talk to that they can trust. Um, We have a we have a when when we come to serve the Lord, and when we when a person tries to get right with God, He gifts us with with different gifts, and one of the one of the gifts is a gift of discernment. And so that gift is a gift that allows a believer to be able to know the difference between good and evil, truth and lies. And so it's a lot easier to sort through things and not get deceived when we have this gift. I, I know Trudy right. is a sister, and I know Jackson as a brother both have this gift. You know, I, I have the gift as well. And it's very tough to have this gift and yet be around people who we love um at different levels, right? It could be a family member, it could be a co-worker, could be a, a a good friend that we grew up with, could be a neighbor, could be anybody, really, could be a, a person in our church, certainly. Could be someone in our church bands, right? That certainly happens. That does that that either they don't seem to have the Maybe they don't have the gift of discernment. That could be that simple, or they have a very limited one, perhaps. But certainly, there seems to be a veil over the eyes of our American brothers and sisters. Many of us, even in Absolutely. the church, even in the churches. I mean, it drives me nuts. Most definitely, uh, particularly in, in my own.
1: That's how we got. Yeah.
0: yeah. Go ahead, Trudy, please. That's how
1: we got in a situation. That's how we got in the situation we're in. The, the church abdicated its position of you know being out in front and and speaking the truth, and, you know, got soft, and people got weak, and their faith became shallow, they lost the gifts of the Spirit, if they ever had them, i have hear my mom talk about when she went to church as a child, you know, the they didn't like a lot of the ministry because it was... Fire and brimstone, preaching hell and damnation all the time, and you know they've they've swung the pendulum so far to the other way. Now it's just a social gathering, and who has the best music and popcorn, and you know, but who's really feeding the children of God? Who's really feeding them the gospel? Who's really giving them that truth? That 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 double-edged sword that truth is. You know, we're so afraid of of offending people that we. Are resistant to speaking the truth, and it's just become it's just become another little social club.
0: Mm -hmm. I, I I agree, Trudy, wholeheartedly. Um, you know, one thing that I respect so much, and and I mean, I have so oh my gosh, I have so much love for my Protestant brothers and sisters. I don't know, I just don't know. I know I was called to go back to the Catholic Church. I know that. It was the last place in the world I ever wanted to go. Um, I'm grateful that the Lord asked me to go back. I wasn't when I first heard it, other than the fact that the mother helped me so much, and she is my mother, um, Mary. Because, you know, I. Uh, but as far as the institution itself, I was like, you know, I had left it, and I never wanted to go back. And I've been back now, for almost almost thirty years, you know it 's just incredible and well, um it is it 's wonderful and i 've been um, volunteering as a lay Catholic missioner in very de- all kinds of various positions from sweeping floors it doesn 't matter you know however I can serve the community that 's my desire my desire is to do whatever God wants of me and and to try to do a good job of it that 's been my Desire, that's been my objective. Um However, it's been my Protestant brothers and sisters who have loved me and helped me so much to get me through this 30 years. I, I don't know what I would do without them. Trudy is one of the biggest ones. Mm-hmm. But I have so many, like pa- uh, Pastor Victor and Marian Adair mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. at Sunrise Bible Mission— um, there's so many. There's so. I, there's too many to name, of Protestant people that have that that respect me and love me, and 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 um. We know, we serve the same God. We know.
1: We do. That's that's the key right there.
0: And I, and there are things I admire so much about uh your church and other churches like yours, Trudy, because you are very active in what's happening in our country. And, you know, as a Catholic, it, it's, it's very, it can be so discouraging. I've been in many states since this COVID thing has happened, most of them in the Northeast and, of mm-hmm. course, in, in Florida as well. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm involved in many communities, not just, you know, many Catholic communities. I know a lot of Catholics. I've, I go to a lot of churches. I've ministered in a lot of churches in this country and outside of this country, and actually outside of this hemisphere. So I know Catholics all over this world, and Christians for that matter. Not that I know so many people, but I know people from a lot of different places. This is just a fact, okay? That I have a lot of respect for and love for, and I, and I believe the, the the love and respect are certainly mutual, I feel that way. And, you know, first of all, I couldn't get into a church. I had to go to the Baptist church. I had to go to my friends uh, that were um, non-denominational to worship on Easter in community.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um,
0: and now uh, we have to be—we uh, have to give our names to the government, like it's Soviet Russia. At least in the states that I've been in recently, where they do COVID tracing by state by in. Those are state mandates, not national. So I don't know what's happening in these different states, but I know mm-hmm. the ones that I've been in, and I don't. I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want to give my name to the government to go to worship right. at a church. This is wrong. This doesn't. Well, I,
1: I, I spend a lot of time, Jeffrey, reminding people when we're talking about the mask mandates and the the tracing and you know what you're talking about, reminding them that you are a citizen of the United States and you are a free person. And nobody has the right. Well, first off, you know, let's just put it this way. A long time ago, God sent some men across the water to this country, to this land. And he established this nation through those men of honor and valor. And part of our Constitution, they came over here for free worship, to be able to worship Jesus Christ freely without the oppression of that government that was doing similar things, let's just put it that way. Mm -hmm. So they came over here, and this nation was started and founded on the principle that men wanted to freely worship Jesus Christ. So in our Constitution, it says that nothing shall impede that, and that means that no government, no police, no mayor, no uh, governor, no one can inhibit your right to freely worship.
0: Or assemble, and
1: somehow or other, or assemble,
0: or free speech. Somehow
1: or other, all of these these churches that have just laid down and followed the rule because they uh, they were frightened into doing it. it. People believed that you know it was legal. These are not legal things, but everybody followed in suit, and the, and there you go. We never closed, not one minute, and the Lord's protection was on us. We haven't had any issues. Thank God, and I pray that that continues. Um, but uh, you know, we were willing to go to jail if that's what it, if that's what they wanted to do to us, rather than shut the doors of a church, because that's the time when people should have been going to church. And that, that's what you know we all were believing. But
0: well, to me, I should.
1: You... I, I just wanted.
0: Yeah, please, please. I do. just
1: you know the the Lord tells us. I don't know the scripture book and verse, but if my people who are called by my name, that's us, that's us people who say that we're Christians, say that we're believers, They'll will humble Jesus. themselves and pray and change their wicked ways, repent from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. And it, and it, it came to me last week, I think it was, turn from their wicked ways. What does that mean to Christians when they read that scripture, by people who will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and heal their land. If we come together and we pray to the Lord in humility and repentance and we really seek the Lord to heal this land, turn from our wicked ways, what does that mean to people? How many people even realize that they have ways that are wicked because we A lot of churches aren't teaching people about sin anymore, definitely. In in the Protestant world, you know, it's this blanketed statement, oh, yeah, everybody's a sinner, you know. But when we're talking about personalizing something like that, let me search my heart, search my life. What is it that I do? If, If I don't think that being inebriated, for example, on a Friday night is a sinful thing in my life, um, you know, then I'm not going to change that if I don't think that's a wicked thing. You know, wickedness is, in my opinion, for that scripture, turn from their wicked ways. If God is putting on your heart to stop doing something and you continue to do it and you know that God has told you to stop doing it, then that's a rebelliousness. And we know rebelliousness is a wicked thing.
0: Yes. hmm
1: and, and this is the kind of revelation that I wish God's people would get, is that humility, uh, prideful people can't be humble. Pride, pride, I'm sorry, I meant to say prideful people can't be offended, um, are offended. Humble people cannot be offended, because a humble person is always looking to, to do the right thing, to, to, to hear the voice of God, to change whatever the Lord is calling them to change correct cor- but a prideful person is going to be offended by someone yeah, that's who, a good point who may point out that you know god says this this is wicked this is wrong and if god's people really take that prayer to heart and you see it all over the place everybody's repeating it now but they've got to really understand change your wicked ways search me oh god and know my heart and show me my wicked ways
0: mm-hmm <laughs> Yes. That's right, Trudy. That's exactly right. I was speaking with uh, a a, a friends who I actually met through this program who who's a listener. And um I won't mention his name, but uh he's he's a, he was in special forces in, in the navy. And I believe he's retired. Well, he's he's definitely retired now. And uh and we keep in touch. Um he and I were considering doing a large event uh our large Christian concert event. He's Catholic. He listened to us uh over on 100.1 FM the um Prince of Peace Catholic Radio. That's that's the that's where he was listening. So at any rate I he had reached out to me a few days ago. I I finally was able to get back to him and and uh he also was saying, you know, he's uh, he said, you know, I'm I'm doing a a um I'm doing a novena to Saint Joseph. I've never done that before. Uh, I've got a novena. Excuse me. I'm, he's praying the rosary with Father Rock. I think his name's Father Rocky. I think I see Father Rocky on social media, and they're, I think they're doing that rosary prayer. And he's doing fasting, so he's doing more. Um, and uh, you know, he said something very interesting. He he's he's like a a, a new newly recommitted. Christian Catholic, Catholic Christian. I think that is the best way I can describe him. And he found our program and it, and it had, he told me that it had some, I mean, it definitely was inspiring him enough to reach out and so on. So, um, yeah, that is, we're so grateful to, to have that kind of feedback. So, um, he said to me, and I, I really like the way he phrased this Jackson and Trudy, he said, mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I'm telling everybody, he says, I tell everybody he, he coaches soccer now And he's got his friends and family says, I just say it to everybody. He said, you know, guys, it's real simple. Right now, you have to make a decision. Are you gonna are you gonna fight for the good guys or are you gonna fight for the bad guys? Hmm. Are you gonna are you going to are you going to you gotta choose a side. It's coming to a point where people have to make a decision and choose a side. It's a right. it's a battle between good and evil. It's that simple is what he said. I said, "Gee, you know."
1: It's that
2: simple. It's
0: a very good way of pointing it. Very good way of point, uh, putting it.
2: Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah.
0: Jackson thoughts.
2: Yeah, um well like we talked about uh before the show had started, Jeff. I I too in the past in the past, I don't know couple days in particular, it was on my heart to start praying for everything going on with with the Supreme Court justice stuff that was going on, but also just the election coming up. Um, So when you brought it up earlier this morning that we might be talking about that today, I I completely confirm it. And as I mentioned before, the show started, too, when we were talking, I also felt led um, to be praying more as a family and for my family, for my immediate family. I think in general, just praying more and spending more time with the Lord. And, um, you know, I think there, there does seem to be some sort of shift. This whole year has been super wild, obviously for the entire world. Um, but there, there's definitely something supernatural about, um, this season we're in. Um, and I think, you know, it's important to just, I mean, just like always, it's important to, to make sure we're taking the time to listen to the Lord and to listen to his voice and harden not our hearts and keep our ears open to whatever he's trying to say to us and whatever he's prompting us to do, whether it's like you're, you know, like this gentleman was saying to to fast more, to um, to pray in novena, right? Whatever, whatever kind of uh, to just pray in general, um, whatever the Lord's prompting us to do, that we're obedient to that, you know, that we're not rebellious, um, and um, that we follow through with whatever the Lord's prompting us to do.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. Jackson, me, you know.
1: Listening to Jackson, and I'm I'm impressed with um, something that has been heavy on my heart. You know, it's, in in my naive day, I always walk around saying, "Oh, everything will work out. It, it'll be okay, and life is going to go on, and and you know, uh, we'll get back to normal." All those things that we tell ourselves with these little things are going on. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, we don't really know that. Things may not ever return. To something that we're familiar with. We may be encountering some very difficult years mm. Forever, how long. I mean, historically we, we look at when the Israelites or the Jews were misbehaving and they weren't listening to God. All those things in the Old Testament, you know, how God reacted to that. So he could, I mean, there were like 400 years he didn't even speak to them. So I think that we should remember that only God knows the future, but he's in control of it. And based on our prayers, the fervency, the humility, the repentance of people of this nation, he will He will determine how he's going to handle this nation, whether he's going to give us mercy, a reprieve of the inevitable, which if we know the book of Revelation, we know what the inevitable is. Will he give us more time? Or are we destined here because of the rebelliousness in this nation, to endure something that, I mean, we need to be prepared in season, out of season. We need to be able to endure. He tells us that, right? Yes. But we also need to remember that He he protects those that belong to Him, those of us who are the remnant or Mm -hmm. who are the true believers, the true followers, the ones who look to Him for everything. He will care for us. Yes. We shouldn't be fearful. Correct. But we should also be sober. Right. He says, look at the mm. time. You know what time it is. You see the things that are happening. I've told you, you know, what season it is. And I think I think we're aware of that. How long that season lasts is really dependent on the hearts of the people of this nation. Yes. It's just my opinion. I am just overwhelmed with that.
0: I agree. hundred percent with everything you just said as well as everything you said at the from the beginning of the program. I mean, I'm I'm in complete agreement oh. with you, Trudy, and and Jackson. Same 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 with you. Mm-hmm. Everything you guys are saying really comes in agreement with with my whatever ability God has given me to reason and and and, and faith as well as um the faith to to to, to know that it sits in my heart with the Spirit of God and it sits in the right place. So I really appreciate you both explaining.
1: Jackson your said heart. something very important that he is, you know, praying with his kids, his little kids, and, yes. and, and, and leading his family in the ways of the Lord and reading the scriptures and, and knowing the personality of God. And I think the greatest thing we can do for our children, not knowing what the future holds, is to help them get to know the personality of God, to know who God is, and to have that strong faith. And so I just I applaud Jackson for, for a young man taking that on uh, with seriousness.
0: Mm. Amen. Yep. Yes. Thank you, Trudy. Trudy, um, I agree a thousand percent. And I was very touched because we also had a conversation just when we were getting together and I was doing sound checking. Mm -hmm. And this subject we were speaking about as well. And Jackson was getting a little more in detail about some of the the things that he's doing with his family. And I was very touched by that. And after we had heard him describe these things, you had mentioned something about your son and, and, and your grandchildren. Would you care to share that a little bit?
1: Sure. My, my son um, has uh, made a declaration that on Friday night, the TV goes off, the radio goes off, they're going to do praise and worship, they're, they're musicians, they're, the kids are learning guitar, and they're going to study the Bible and they're going to go to bed early and just get away from the world. They live on a big six-acre six sanctuary with animals, so they're, they're homeschooled and they're, they're sort of off the grid as much as you can be. But um, that was the mo- one of the most wonderful things that I- I've heard because my grandchildren, they know the Lord, they know Scripture, and as they've encountered, like my 11-year-old granddaughter has encountered a, a 9- or 10-year-old little girl who claims to be homosexual, and um, all my granddaughter knew to do was just talk to her about the Ten Commandments. And so you, know, you see the fruit of your labor with your children, Yes, and it, it, it they they have to you have to teach them to hold on to God that evil doesn't exist that there are bad things in this world there are people who are misguided but we have to have that rock steady faith. I I said uh, uh, in some post I made I think it was last week that you, know, if you if you have a relationship with Jesus it's an all day all the time conversation that you have going on with Him. Yes. Every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it never lets up. It's all, you're always mindful of the Lord in every aspect of your life, everything you say, every thought that you have. And yep. you're just constantly in a constant conversation with God. Amen. Mm-hmm. And if you don't find that your relationship with God is like that, then you don't have one.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well put. You know, that's a great place to um, take a little bit of a station break. We're going to um, take this moment to thank all the radio stations that play Praise You, Lord. We had our, our beginning folks uh, on 98.3 FM, the Catholic voice of the Palm Beaches there, You can reach them at WPBVradio.com, WPBVradio.com, and they are raising money, and they're definitely low on funds, so please pray about gifting them, as well as 100.1 FM, the Prince of Peace Catholic Radio in the Treasure Coast. And we're also on Catholic Radio Network. I'd like to just say hi to everybody out there in, in Missouri. We haven't really... There's so many stations out in Catholic Radio Network, but I'd like to thank those in Kansas City, Missouri, who listen to our program, um, Overland Park, Kansas, Kansas, and I'll name it just a few more, maybe Springfield, Missouri, St. Louis, Missouri, um, El Dorado and Wichita, Kansas, Pleasanton, Kansas, hopefully I'm saying your, your city or town correctly, Wichita, Kansas, uh, Colorado Springs and Pueblo, Colorado, uh, Black Forest, Colorado, Limon, or Limon. I don't know if that's lemon. I don't know how you guys say that, and I apologize, Coloridians. But um, if, we, if you're in Miami, I'm sure we would call it Limon. Um, it's probably lemon. L- I'm not sure. I'm sorry. I'll have to find out that. Greeley, Colorado, and others that are out there. And furthermore, Jackson and I have uh, been looking at our stats. we we. We just on a whim create, created a podcast out of this program. It's a radio program first, and um, and we were. Ch- I was asking Jackson, can we figure find out the statistics of what's going on? And I didn't think much of it. We threw it up on this uh, on this platform, and you know, I Trudy, we found out that um, there's a lot of people listening on the podcast, and I was shocked. Amen. I was really shocked, and I'm so grateful. I, I as he, you, go ahead, Trudy. I was just gonna
1: say, people are getting hungry. It's yeah. what we're praying for. Yep.
0: yep, yep, Amen. So
1: return to righteousness. Yep,
0: Amen. So you know, I, I, my objective from the beginning, which was almost, I think we had our meeting in October five years ago. Actually, it took about a mm-hmm. half year to get on the air. Which uh, I was just waiting. I, I don't know what I know. I think it was spiritual. But I was kept waiting and waiting, and, and finally we—I we, think we got on the air in February. It took almost half a year later, but let's the huh. October, November, December, January—four months later. So, um, but uh, yeah, here we are. We're 151 episodes in. Uh, we started as a half-hour broadcast. It went to an hour. Now we're played three times a week on uh, 98.3, where we started. So that multiplied by six. Then we did. The, then they we got uh, sent up to the sister station. So that multiplied that by two. That's twelve times. And then it ended up in the eighteen stations out, and out in the middle of the country. And they're very, very big stations. So I don't, I don't know what those numbers are of who's listening out there. If you're listening out there, um, please reach out to us. You know, it'd be great to hear from you. We're not asking for donations. That's not something we've never done we are asking for prayer. And that's what we believe is is helping us stay on the air and helping us have equipment and refurbish equipment and find time to do this because it is time-consuming and to have the spiritual strength to stay strong all week so that when we get behind the microphone that we are confident that we can ask the Lord for the Holy Spirit so that we can, although we are sinful in nature, we can trust His ability to use us um and uh so we so that prayer is helpful because it it also helps us stay on the straight and narrow because it's a hard battle all week long we're all human here i don't know about the other radio programs that, that that are out there but praise you lord are definitely human and um so anyways thanks again for all those radio stations for all you people on the podcast listening, and by the way, I want to say this also: there's a lot of different states. I was surprised, like folks listening in California, um, Michigan. There's a lot of listeners in Michigan, Texas, uh, and many other states, but also across the country. Uh, excuse me, across the world. That was another thing that really surprised me. Not too surprising. Mostly English. The, the bigger numbers are in the English um, English speaking countries, like uh, Canada and UK was number one actually. Outside of the United, United States, uh, South Africa, Australia, and the Philippines are, you know, those are in the top. But then it goes on, I don't know, close to 100 other countries, it seems. We're certainly being listened to on all the major continents. It doesn't show anything about um, Antarctica or anything like that. So I don't, <laughs> I can't comment on that. But, but at least on the continents on the map of of the, of the statistics where we're being played. So that that's really kind of a, a humbling, actually, humbling. Makes me feel like I need more prayer. So please, I'm grateful there's more people listening, so that means hopefully there are more people praying for us, right? So again, thank you so much. Okay, so so getting back to the program, we've got about 15 minutes left. Um, you were just listening to Ken Salties in the background there, a good friend. And that is uh, a beautiful song. And Ken's having an, event, an interesting international event. I think I'm going to partake in. It's a praise and worship thing online. I have to look into that, but that's at the end of this month, just before the election, as a matter of fact. So, so I was in the Bible uh, today, as usual, and I came upon, I just opened up to Luke 11. And it really struck me, and a lot of scriptures strike me, um, that's not uncommon, but I felt like, wow, this is really powerful. And then as I was praying through the day, because sometimes I don't even have any idea what we're going to speak about until just before the before our um, broadcast begins, and I felt like this is an important scripture. And then when I was bringing it up to Jackson, he said, did you know that this is actually the chapter that the Catholic Church is, is reading through in Mass this week? I said, I had no idea. So I was like, wow, that's major... We call that for those who are not um, Christian or used to our language our kind of nomenclature, but um, we call that confirmation, meaning we confirm that hey the Holy Spirit's active here, the Lord's at work, and we're on the right track in chapter eleven of Luke for those who don't know Luke um, is a go- is considered a gospel in our Catholic faith we we hold the gospels as having a weightier importance than all other scripture um, and the reason for that is because Jesus is 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 uh right. in the four gospels, Jesus is we can read what Jesus said and what he did specifically. Right. Um and so they're very, very important to us and I'm sure they're important to everybody because any Christian would, you know, we we follow Jesus and that's that's who we follow. Who is Jesus? Jesus was many things, but remember Jesus uh, Jesus walked the earth approximately 2,000 years ago, for those who may have no idea. Maybe you're visiting from another country, maybe you're listening in a country that you haven't heard this before. Jesus was a Jewish man from Palestine, from Israel, and, uh, and he, um, he was considered a teacher, a rabbi. But he also fulfilled these scriptures in what we call the Old Testament, or the Hebrew scripture, and there are many, 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 many prophecies of, of of a Messiah that would come, or a Mashiach, or a Christ, which is which is Greek for the, all the same word. And and um, he would come from th- he would be born of a virgin. There are many, many. We should probably talk speak about that someday, days, um, guys. But mm-hmm. anyway, so this is who's speaking: Jesus Christ. And um, uh, he is asked in the beginning of chapter eleven how to pray by one of the disciples and this is where the the our father prayer comes from. and um, so he teaches the how to pray and do you have that scripture open Jackson? I do would you pray, would you read uh, chapter 11 to uh, maybe right from the beginning through the our father? Sure.
2: He was praying in a certain place and when he ceased, one of his disciples said to him, Lord,
0: And mine re- reads in the amplified uh but rescue us from evil now this is where this is where the uh um the our father prayer is derived from, but there's another scripture I believe at least one more mm. uh and i am not here to teach i'm not really I, I do teach uh but not like this this is not this is not what this program's about. I just want to mention that this is not the only place this is mentioned in scripture but um interesting i think what struck me is that you know at the end of this first of all first of all we need to pray you know that's what this broadcast is about we really need to pray for it. there may be people out there that forgot how to pray or don't know how to pray well that's a great place to start pray the way jesus recommends maybe you don't know jesus but you've heard of jesus yeah i'm speaking to you because I'm speaking to you, whoever's listening right now. Maybe you don't know Jesus. Maybe you knew Jesus. Maybe you left Jesus. Maybe you doubt Jesus. Maybe you have never tried to do what Jesus said. This right here teaches, you know, a lot of people are looking for ways to find peace and, and, and to get into me- what a lot of people want to call meditation and prayer, right? You don't need a, you know, the, the greatest teacher on earth ever gave us this prayer. So this is a very good way, good place to start. Um, Jackson, you and I we pray, we're, we're people who pray the rosary, right? As as Catholics do, we all know this, but that but what people may not know, not know is that the the rosary is headed up by our fathers. Those decades are headed up by our fathers. And um, so when we're praying our rosary, we're praying the our father, of course. Um, Trudy, I know in your tradition the Our Father is very important at your church. Correct? Do we I'm lose? I'm sorry. We're, oh, I'm sorry, Trudy. I maybe you didn't hear me. I was saying I, that in your tradition that the Our Father is very like is very important.
1: Well, I like what you were saying that um, if you've gotten away from prayer, or you've never prayed. The Our Father is a wonderful way to begin a prayer life, because that's what Jesus, that's the format that Jesus said, something like this, right?
0: Yep, he says, uh, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his uh, disciples, and he said to them, when you pray, say, and he gives us, he gives us this prayer. Now, Trudy, just to be clear, I, I think you originally come from a Baptist background, right?
1: Right. My family is a a Southern Baptist.
0: And I love the Baptists. Don't the Baptists recite the Our Father, or am I mistaken?
1: They do. They do. The Baptists are of all of the Protestant faiths. Uh, I could be wrong, but they are uh, probably the ones who study Scripture the most.
0: I love the Baptists. I I mean, I love everybody, but, you know, I mean, I just, I I can't tell you how much, when I go to a Baptist church, I just, my heart leaps. Was 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 um was uh Franklin Graham's dad um Billy Graham a Baptist?
1: Are you talking to me because you're cutting out? I can't hear you if you are.
0: Oh yeah. Billy Graham, was he Baptist?
1: Uh, I believe so.
0: No wonder. Okay, that makes sense. Gosh, I loved Billy Graham. At any rate, okay, so I'm getting on the side. I'm telling you all the people that touch me, but how about Jesus? How about doing what jesus said i mean i think when billy graham was on his game he was telling you what jesus said i believe when any any preacher is on their game they're just pointing you to the master jesus christ and um and so after this uh after we we find out that that the how to pray at the end of this prayer is to deliver us from evil and to not let us uh to help us to 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 be able to bear temptation, basically, uh, which is really a, you know, always a great challenge, and he then, and I'm gonna—it's such a long scripture—but Jesus goes in and says a lot of things through this, and I, I do recommend you pick up Luke 11. If you don't have a Bible, why don't you get one? What are you waiting for? You know, we don't ask for money, but you know what I'd ask you to do? Go out and get a go out and get a Bible for you for yourself if you don't have one. Mm-hmm. Or buy one for a friend, spread the good news. I would, I would love that to hear that you did that. Not for me, uh, but maybe a suggestion. Pray about it. If, if the Lord says to do it, that's that's when you do it. But maybe a suggestion to someone out there, um, Jackson. Where should we read next in your yeah the sermon?
2: Um, I think um. The section where we were, where, where Jesus is talking about the relationship between um, a father, an earthly father, and his children, and the way that God fathers and that God cares for his children. Um, right.
0: That, that would verse, be, um, I'd like to go then, I agree with you. Let's go to verse 9. Yeah. And it yes, reads, exactly. and so I say to you, ask and keep on asking, and it shall be given you. Seek. This is Jesus Christ saying this now. Mm -hmm. Seek and keep on seeking, and you shall find. Knock and keep on knocking, and the door shall be open to you for everyone. Now, Jackson, am I in everyone? Yep. Trudy? Trudy, can you hear us? I can. Is Jackson in everyone?
1: Certainly is.
0: Jackson?
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Is Trudy in everyone?
2: Definitely,
0: Trudy. Trudy yeah. is the listener that's listening, and everyone.
1: Most certainly, all it means all.
0: Okay, good. I just want to make sure we know who Jesus is. Jesus is speaking about right now through this reading, for everyone who asks and keeps on asking. That's an interesting point. Whoever. For everyone who asks and keeps on asking, receives. Let me read that again. For everyone who asks and keeps on asking, receives. And he who seeks and keeps on seeking, finds. And to him who knocks and keeps on knocking, the door shall be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a loaf of bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will instead of a fish, give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, we'll give him a scorpion. If you then, evil as you are, know how to give good gifts, gifts that are to their advantage to your children, that's in parentheses. This is the Amplified Bible, so it's a little verbose. To your children, how much more will your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask and continue to ask Him? Okay, let's talk. Let's, I'm going to ask the, the um, everyone's again. A couple questions. Jackson, we've established you're in everyone. Yep. Do you ask and continue to ask him? I do. Trudy? I do. You do what?
1: (laughs) I continue to ask him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Trudy, you are funny. (laughs) I don't even know if you can hear me half the (laughs) time. Okay. Okay, very good. Okay, but I want to ask the listener. Listener, do you ask? Do you know who to ask? Do you know what his name is? Do you know him? Did you ask him to reveal himself to you? Ask him, his name is Jesus. Read Luke 11, folks. The bumper music is here, guys. So, Trudy Morris-Stein, thank you again for coming in, Trudy.
1: You're very welcome. Thank you for inviting me, Jeffrey. It's been a pleasure to be with you and Jackson again.
0: Thanks, Trudy. Jackson. And
1: everyone.
0: And everybody. <laughs> Jackson, love you, man. Love you. Thank you. Listener out there, God bless you and your families. Let's, uh, For those who are mature in the spirit, let's, let's be vigilant and pray more. By God's grace. And for those out there who have never prayed, this is a great time to start. God bless you and your families. Uh, most of all, to praise you, pray. Lord.